If you are a Braveheart, the next hour is just for you. Welcome to Bravehearts Radio with Brian Reinbold. In this program, you'll learn who the Bravehearts are and connect with them to help change the world. By doing so, you'll be changed for the better. Now, here's your host, Brian Reinbold. Welcome, Bravehearts. You're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the mission specialist because I don't fly the rockets. I just make sure. I'm absolutely joyed today to be joined by Daniel Gutierrez and my very favorite person, Hanson, for the uh, Bravehearts radio show today. We're going to be talking about Catalina. And uh, I, I, I have to tell you, I've been through the idea that you know, I don't know what my purpose is. And um, so I, I know what that feels like. And I know what it feels to find your purpose. And what a great joy that is. What a, what a supreme joy that is in life. And uh, at Bravehearts Radio, when we are helping others to find their purpose and to live their purpose. Um, and I, like I say, I'm just overjoyed today to have uh, Ann, Daniel, and Sherry join me. Um, welcome to the show. I'll just uh, begin with that. Um, Daniel, you, you're, the, uh, uh, you're the host at Catalina. <laughs> and uh, so, so let, let us begin with you. Um, how, did, how did you get started in the uh, sacred valley of the Incas near Monte Picchu at, uh, at Catalina. How long is this show? <laughs> <laughs> no. Actually, I've, only, I've been out here, uh, actually just the other day on Facebook, and one of the most beautiful things about Facebook is it sends out reminders of things you put out uh, years ago or weeks ago. And, and June 14th was the date I moved out here. Hmm. And so it's been about two years since I've actually come out here to live yeah. But before that, I used to come out here uh, two to three times a year, bringing groups to the Sacred Valley of the Incas, mostly seeing Machu Picchu, because that's really all I knew, uh, and some of the other small cities in between. But that, you know, my, my desire to see Machu Picchu or to, to come to Peru had to do with one of the seven wonders of the world, which was mm -hmm. Machu Picchu. And so many, many years ago, I came, uh, like everybody else, to see this marvelous place called Machu Picchu. And I fell in love with Peru and I fell in love with the people. And I don't know that I really even thought in my mind that I was co coming here to live. I just knew that I really enjoyed every time I came out to Peru and it always restored me when I went back to the US. Yeah. So two years ago, uh, three years ago, my mother passed away hmm. and um, passed away that I wanted to, you know, I wanted a retreat center and I wanted something with her name on it. And that I would accomplish that somehow. And, you know, two years after that, I moved here. And that's how Catalina was born. So Catalina is my mom's name. Yeah. And uh, yeah. the rest of it's been a journey. I mean, when I think back that I've only lived here for two years, it seems like 20. Because it's, it's not been the easiest two years living out here uh, during our pandemic. But at the same time, also some of the most rewarding times. Because that's how we kind of met. 
You know, we all yeah. met here through the virtual retreats, which we'll talk about. And um, that's kind of how Catalina got started. Yeah. Well, and Preet's, um, that's a great story because, <laughs> and, you know, I, I got, well, I, first of all, I, I, I got to give Roger Dieterly credit because uh, he has a retreat center in North Dakota and I made a connection with him. He referred me to um, the Center for Purposeful Leadership and I was on a Monday morning call uh, at CPL and I met Ann Fox in a breakout. And uh, I thought, whatever the conversation that we were supposed to have, we started talking about, well, what do you like? I like retreats. Oh, I got one, she said. <laughs> and uh, and, and, and you, you, uh, how did, how did the, um, uh, the virtual retreats uh, at Catalina begin? Oh, terrific. Um... What happened actually when uh, Daniel, you moved there in June, I think in May, I had just taken a group of people to a retreat in Greece, in Ithaca, Greece. And I came back and told a friend of mine, and he said, Oh, you might want to take a group to uh, Catalina that my friend Daniel is, is starting that. And I looked into it and I thought that would be fun. Um, got distracted, um, life intervened. But then during the pandemic, that same friend had partnered with Daniel and had a conversation online to look at the new reality of doing business and during the pandemic. I met Daniel and I had a background first in doing retreats, but I also had been doing conversations online through Zoom. So I knew how to do Zoom and I thought, wouldn't it be fun to actually make a virtual retreat because I know he was there alone and it was impossible for people to get there. And I brought that up to him. He didn't know me. We still haven't met in person, Daniel. I can't no. wait. <laughs> That'll be interesting. So, um, so I suggested it. And since then, we've had six. And the seventh one is coming up. So we co-designed it together. We, I looked at what Daniel's, a lot of his, the kinds of uh, uh, meditations he had done, learning about things, and came up with some suggestions, and we created this wonderful experience. You came to the first one, have been there ever since, and I love how this has emerged and evolved. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I came to that first retreat. I, we met just in time for me to be able right, to get to that. Right, just in time. And then um, each, each opportunity to come back to the virtual retreats uh, made made that happen too, um, mm -hmm. and it, you know so that was that was a really uh, a terrific opportunity, and I'm um, I'm sure grateful that you uh, put those together. Now the virtual retreat takes place uh, August twentieth, twentieth, yes, uh, through the twenty second, and uh, to um, where, where would uh, li well listeners of course can uh, can find it on the Brave Hearts Radio site, uh, but then uh, to also find uh, at Daniel's site, where would that be? Oh, you mean on the... Um, yeah, the, yeah. The, 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 uh, yeah, on the line. <laughs> <laughs> on the line? Yeah. Uh, wow, I, I, I don't have that information on my hand, but later on I will tell you. Hey, you know what we'll do? We'll just say uh, go, go, go to uh, BraveHeartsRadio.org. Yeah. And uh, there's, you know, there's a, there's a radio.org site now for the Brave Hearts Adventures. This probably be a good time to queue up Sherry. Yeah. I, well, I'm kind of be with, um, you know, all that's happened with the three of hand. It's all sounds so exciting. But it's 
involved in putting together the landing page for the trip. So I do know the answer to that question. So just adventures.org and it's the Machu Picchu trip, the whole bit, all the information, everything you need to find it there. I also want people to be able to find the uh, virtual retreat in August. So, um, oh, the that's that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, now, now I remember that. Now, <laughs> now I remember. Oh, 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 that that website. How about we, we could also add it on to? Um, we could add that on to the. the oh, if you want. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. would be great. I do. Yes. It's, it's Catalina Retreat Center Peru.com. Yeah, so you know, Catalina what, Retreat Center Peru.com. We're, 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 we're taping this ahead of time. You know, I still say tape, but uh, that's kind of a, a, a standard uh, in both audio and video. We're, 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 this, um, um, th this program. So by the time you're listening to it, and especially because just about everybody that listens to this listens to it on podcast after the, the live show. Um, by the time you're listening to that, I, I'm absolutely certain you'll be on the, um, on the site. Hey, we'll be back on the other side of 60 seconds after these terrific uh, uh, words from our, uh, from our sponsors. Thank you very much. Wow. Yeah, so that was kind of an abrupt <clears throat> uh, transition there because I was almost to nine minutes. And I want to just... Really well. I was going, what website? Yeah. <laughs> 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 for that. <laughs> yeah, you should. Yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> One. Hey, welcome back. You're listening to Brave Hearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I'm a specialist because it's your parade to help make sure you're in it. And if you go to in profile and connect with me on LinkedIn, you, uh, I think you in by it's your parade. I just help make sure the banner at the top of my profile has the 11 astronauts parade, uh, and, uh, and, and depicted and the, you know, they're, they're, um, uh, the way I see it is they're the, that, um, don't fly the rockets. They just make sure that. So when we put together that uh, that LinkedIn, uh, that's um, that's what we do. So we're connecting with people on LinkedIn. So many only good guests on the show on the Brave Hearts Radio show. People that I met on uh, on the LinkedIn platform. To LinkedIn for for that, and you know, so many things going through my mind. And I mentioned, I think I told you during the break or offline or before the show, just I'm really tired. Um, I, um, for Master Pichu. And uh, Daniel, you could probably attest to the, the importance of this. You know, I was, I, was, I was getting, I was huffing and puffing going up a couple flights of stairs, and I thought, man, that is not a good idea uh, if I'm <laughs> If I'm going to be hiking at 10,000 feet, and you know, in Pizac, your your village where Catalina resides, uh, you're at about 1,000 feet. And mm -hmm. one of the great features of the trip that's planned for December 
is the ability to to get into the, uh, the the higher elevations and meet the people and interact with okay. the people that are above PZAC. And I'm, I'm so looking forward to that. And I thought, I just have to be in better shape. Uh, but mm-hmm. that's, that's the, the, uh, the, the people are, are uh, a, a treasure uh, equal to Machu Picchu, aren't they, Daniel? Uh, you know, like I said, I, I had been coming out here almost 10 years before I moved here. And probably one of the biggest blessings of uh, being in lockdown here was that I got the opportunity to really get to know uh, the 12 communities above PZAC. There's 12 communities above PZAC, indigenous communities. Uh, and they, they are a treasure, uh, Brian. Um, yesterday we had a, they had a, a barbecue, Brazilian barbecue for me yesterday. And, you know, it was an amazing day. I, I just, I literally cried most of the evening because they wouldn't quit. They didn't stop telling me how much they cared for me and that they were, that I had a family and don't feel alone. And it was just amazing. They're just amazing people. One of the other things that kind of happened, I'll tell you a bit about the communities above is that for the first time they, uh, I had, um, in December last year, my center, my reception center burned and a group of men came down from the communities and said, look, we're going to, we're going to help you rebuild this. Don't worry about it. You know, and, you know, being the tough American man, I said, no, I can do this on my own. No big deal. You know, and, and yet something in me said, let them do it. That's what they call Aini. Me today, you tomorrow. Yeah. And they came down and asked if I would be a godfather to one of the children. And I said, wow. yes. And this, this is why I'm so excited about it is because this setting takes place. Place in a church, but they're all dressed in their typical wear. So that means I have to be dressed in their typical wear for this for this occasion. But they're wonderful people. I can't wait to take you up so you can really see. Compared to what we have, they have nothing. I don't know if I can say that they're less happier than we are. I think yeah. they're happier. When you don't know what you don't know, you don't know what you don't know. And that's the beautiful thing about uh, being around these people is they're heart based people and they're wonderful people. And uh, it, it is that's one of the blessings that came out of the pandemic is now I can take people up to these communities because I'm their friends and enjoy their food, enjoy their dance, enjoy their drink. Everything that they have to offer uh, is something that most people uh, that bring people to Peru cannot do because they just yeah. don't let anyone in. They just don't let anyone in. They're very skeptical of people. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're, you're, uh, you're a friend of ours when you head up there. I mean, that, yeah, that's more I'm of a family is the way I said I'm family. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, when when I was describing the um, uh, now, I want to get back to the um, uh, the, the the communities above PZAC too, because you know there's uh, an opportunity for our guests to. Um, significantly support those um and um but i you know i i remembered what i was what i was going to get to when i when i brought up the linkedin profile and the picture of the parade the nasa astronauts and um the brave hearts for kids is the organization that that uh, all of this rolling originally and brave for kids a pediatric cancer charity was founded by a from houston and uh jeremy is uh is one that runs NASA in Houston, 
And uh, so um, a few years ago, uh, Sherry and I were asked to join the board of directors of Brave Hearts for Kids, and we did. And they, uh, in, uh, after a couple of years, made the excellent decision of electing her as chairperson of the board. And so Sherry is the of, of Brave Hearts for Kids. And proceeds of the trip go to benefit the Brave Hearts for Kids pediatric cancer charity. But uh, I'll put you on the spot for a, a moment, Sherry. Uh, tell the, um, uh, t tell our, uh, our brave Sorry, hearts that are listening a little bit about what's going on. Well, you know, we've had a, a like everyone else, um, you know, having to kind of revamp our services, how we provide the services. Uh, we had to completely put on the side doing any sort of in-person event. And, um, you know, obviously, uh, we, you know, we stepped up to the challenge and and we're still providing the services that we can through video, through phones, you know, through our app. And I I feel like we've made it through, and you know we're on the other side, and we can get back to, you know, being there's nothing like being able to be in person. But I'm thankful for the technology that we have that's allowed us, like you've experienced this year being all by yourself, David. <laughs> um, you know, it, it, it is a blessing. It's a huge blessing that we have the technology, but it doesn't in any way, shape or form, you know, completely take the place of being in person. And so we're excited that we're going to be able to do some in-person events and super excited that we're going to be able to do this trip, which, um, you know, it's going to be special on many different levels, and of course, it's going to help a lot of families at the same time that yeah. won't be benefit from us doing this. And being able to, um, mm -hmm. you know, for people that do make the trip, um, you know, the part of part of your um, part of your your fee for the trip goes to benefit the Brave Hearts for Kids Pediatric Cancer Charity. Uh, when we're there, we'll also have the supporting the communities um, and each of the communities above uh, PZAC. It's, it, Daniel, it seems like it's almost like a like a sky mall up there. You know, it's uh, they, they've got um, they they have their own pro products. You know, uh, it's uh, um, alpaca uh, knit things and and flutes and and beautiful jewelry and, and, and just a lot of things that that um, um, tourists I, I expect would be interested in uh, and um, uh, very helpful to the communities too right yeah I think w the reason why I take people up there not only just to see you know it's so easy in our modern world and I, I would say the US is in the modern world because I now I live in the non-modern world and forget how simple life can be and how beautiful life can be when when all technology is taken away from you and yeah they have cell phones but they're not connected to technology like we are and and i take people up because supporting them uh one um God, i'm thinking in spanish scarf uh, a scarf uh can take a month to make so on average if you think if you pay them eighty dollars or 
$50, whatever it is they're asking for, they're making less than $2 a day, mm -hmm. you know, uh, to do this work. Uh, and it's magnificent work. And so, yes, they, and they appreciate that and they honor that when people come up and, and, and support them in that way. And that's why I do that. Cause you can get a lot of that stuff throughout Peru, but it's mm -hmm. bought from someone and then it's taken down. And it's usually indigenous people, the ones that are not given the fair share because yeah. they know they can yeah. take advantage of them and they do. And, and that's something I don't do, you know, the, there's no commissions on my side. There's, I say, sell direct, buy direct. I brought my friends. This is between you and them. And, mm -hmm. and I stay out of it, you know, and, and they love that, you know, because um, uh, they're good people. And I said, I, their, their wares are amazing. Amazing, amazing, amazing. The baby alpaca uh, uh, is amazing. Um, and, you know, there's, um, I can't wait. I love taking people up there because they're happy. And they also not only just uh, show you their stuff, they show you how they do it. You know, I mean, women wear, wear lipstick without knowing if they, part of the lipstick they wear to make it permanent is called, comes from a bug called cochinilla. And cochinilla is a parasite on a cactus. And they actually show you how they smash the little, little bug and they put different uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, stuff like ashes and and citrus and uh, uh, and to make different colors and it's all permanent. They don't uh -huh. that nothing that they do is is there's no high production in terms of the the colors that they use. It's all permanent and it's all natural. Yeah, yeah. That's it. that idea of uh, smashing a bug. I'll do. I imagine there's a lot of things that if, if we knew where they came from, we would, uh, we would give it a second thought sometimes. Um, I had, uh, well, I'll, I'll get back to that after the, after the next break. Um, uh, remember to go to BraveHeartsForKids.org. Do what you can to support this great organization. Stick with us. We'll be back on the other side of 60 Seconds. Brave Hearts Radio is sponsored by Brave Hearts for Kids, a national pediatric cancer charity. Our mission is to provide life-saving hope and inspiration to families facing a pediatric cancer ordeal through outreach, information, and mentoring. Our recently updated Spotlight Hope mobile app puts families in touch with resources to help make their lives better from any location in the USA. For more information or to help, go to BraveHeartsForKids.org. That's BraveHeartsForKids.org. As the mission specialist, Brian Reinbold doesn't fly the rockets, but he does help to make sure each mission gets accomplished. Employee engagement is such an important concern for business people today. Brian helps socially conscious businesses reduce expenses, increase profits, and inspire a sense of dedication in the workforce by training mission-building behavior. It's not what Brian does that's most important. It's what people do after he trains them. For more information, contact Brian Reinbold at Mission Specialist at BraveHeartsRadio.org. You're part of Brave Hearts Radio. Call into the program today to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also email Brian. His email is missionspecialist at braveheartsradio.org. Now, back to this week's show. 
Welcome back, Bravehearts. You're listening to Bravehearts. It's Brian Reinbold, and I am the mission specialist because I don't fly the rockets. I just help make sure the trip gets accomplished. And, you know, coming into the third segment, I always say something nice about the National Day Calendar. NationalDayCalendar.com sponsors of the Bravehearts for Kids. And uh, one of the things that they do for us is uh, uh, April 28th every year Bravehearts Day. Uh, check out national.com and you know coming up uh, in September yeah. um, uh, hosting National Day Calendar's Celebration Nation event in Las Vegas uh, so you are all welcome to check that out too and uh, I suppose that's something that uh, by, the, by the time this airs uh, I, I know we're going to have that on our uh, Brave radio website uh, with a connection to the National Day Calendar, National Day Calendar's um, Celebration Nation. So so check that out. Um, before we went to the last break, to embark on the, uh, uh, the, the, the story of the Vicuña, is that... Uh, Vicuña, that's the, yeah. That's the next level in, in ladies' outerwear, Daniel? Is that, that, the, that, is, that is the only level. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's four camelids in Peru. Um, mm-hmm. There's the vicuña, which is wild. Mm-hmm. Uh, only be sheared once a year and only by the indigenous people. Therefore, oh. their wool is very, very expensive. Uh, um, a jacket usually run between twenty and $30,000, dollars, not soles. Uh, and and wow. when you, it, it's hard to even explain when you put one on what it feels like. Then you have the uh, Wanaco underneath that. And the Wanaco are the animals I have here on campus. And then you have the Alpaca, which I, I, I didn't say this, but I got, um, they brought me one yesterday as a gift. And so I have a new one. Her name is Tina. And she's really cute. I think she's six, seven months old. And I'll put pictures on social media. And then you have the llama. So if you call my Wanakos a llama, they get offended. <laughs> they, they, between a chicken and a turkey. Yeah. They sure do. Yeah, they sure do. Well, people say llama because they think everything's llama, but it's not. Yeah. It's, it's four levels. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I almost can't resist. Well, I can't resist. Do you have a, a llama named Dolly by any chance? No, I don't have a llama named Dolly. But we, we could have one, though. Yeah. I had a guest well, come last week, and he said, I was joking. I said, I want a baby donkey. And when he left, he says, coming back in September, he says, um, can I buy a baby donkey? If, if Would you house him? I said, absolutely. <laughs> so I'm looking for one. <laughs> Yeah. Actually, that's one of the major attractions of Catalina for me are the animals that you have. You have fabulous dogs are there yeah. as well as all the uh, actual zoo almost. Are I do. Chickens, yeah. I have rabbits, I have yeah. guinea pigs, cats, dogs, guanacos, sheep. Yeah, we keep growing. Alpacas. And, and you, uh, you're, uh, 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 I, I've seen a picture of you riding a monkey or a burro or... Um, yes, um, that was an island in Greece that doesn't allow cars, and that there's. I was in Athens where there are a lot of cars and a lot of traffic, and I heard about this and and just had tremendous joy being on the donkey. So, yeah. And and you know I I I bring that up you know because, just for fun in, in part, but 
Because, uh, you know, Athens, and you had mentioned uh, leading a retreat in Ithaca previously. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, the, the Bravehearts Adventure uh, part of uh, mm -hmm. the, our, our Bravehearts organization, BraveheartsAdventures.org. Mm -hmm. um, we're planning on on traveling to um, a lot of exciting locations. Uh, we're we're going to um, Catalina in uh, December of 2021, and uh, we we expect to be back in 2022. And once uh, made arrangements with a fellow to um, uh, set up a trip to Kilimanjaro uh, in Tanganyika. Uh, in 2022, um, so we're we're beginning planning with that. Um, I think Ithaca and Athens—that sounds like that could be a pretty good uh, part of a trip. And then uh, you know the 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 Dalai Lama joke that uh, da Daniel, you've been uh, you've been to the the uh, the Himalayas and uh, and have some uh, some experiences. I know you got a whole set of flags from Bhutan in uh, in your yeah. uh, yoga center, right? That's right. Last time I was there, I've been in Nepal. Actually, yeah. I hope, one of my dreams is to build uh, the second, well, not the second Catalina, but the, the next country to be in Nepal. I've, I fell in love with Nepal. Nepal and Peru are very similar mm -hmm. in nature, except that they are housed by two different mountain ranges, but both very strong mountain ranges, the Andes yeah. and the Himalayas. Well, the, the, the Andes is the mountain range in the world, I think, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. if I, if I, yeah, if certain I parts of it, not here in Peru, but in parts of Brazil and parts of Colombia. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Twenty-two thousand. Well, we're gonna now. we're gonna be up to sixteen thousand feet villages, right? Yeah, fourteen, fifteen. Yeah, yeah. I won't get you up that high. I don't want to be people suffering. <laughs> well, like I said, I've, I've been up to eighteen thousand. I've been up to eighteen thousand. That was rough. <laughs> that was rough. Yeah. So, um, any 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 um, uh, any tips on preparing for uh, for the trip? Well, I think you said it best. I think that what I used to do when I lived in Long Beach, California, is that when you go from sea level to ten thousand feet, uh, it's a change for your body, and it's mm -hmm. not always about are you in the best shape. It's about how your lung system works, how your blood flows through your bloodstream which we don't always have control about that. But the one thing that I always did that always worked for me was really working hard on the Stairmaster mm -hmm. because your legs need to be strong. The rest of it will take care of itself. And so I always tell you, I would go on that Stairmaster every day for you know, 30, 40 minutes to build my legs and the strength of my legs up so that I can walk. You know, one of the things I think people, I, I don't know what people think when they think they're coming to Peru, but we're in the Andes. Mm -hmm. So there's no flat land a lot. I mean, there's here is Catalina, there is. But when you're going up in the mountains, there's always climbing. And it may not be difficult, but you're always, there's always an elevation to your stepping. And at Machu Picchu, it's not hard, but it is steps. And I don't know how those short people did what they did. <laughs> but some of those steps are pretty far apart. Big, you know, big so steps. Yeah, they're big steps. Yeah. And, and, and but it's doable. It's doable. I mean, I've had people as, uh, in their 80s come on a trip and do just fine. You know, so I think, you know, like everything else, part of it's mental. You know, uh, everybody that's been here, at least on my trips, has always made it, uh, has always been able to enjoy Machu Picchu, has always been enjoying, uh, even in the high mountains. I mean, even though it's it's higher, um, it, it, 
your body, your body's an amazing tool, right? Mm -hmm. And we carry oxygen and we carry everything that somebody may need in case they do need it. So we're always prepared to make sure our clients are safe. And if they need something that now I've done this enough, I know what people would need, but, um, other than that, I mean, just come, you know, I mean, I, one of the things I always tell people that, so if, if any, if the pandemic taught us anything, it's that we don't have tomorrow. And for those people who perished this, this last year and not understanding that, I mean, we, we really owe it to them to live out loud and to live and live strongly on a daily basis and not put off for tomorrow. Cause we don't know when the next problem like this in our world is going to come around and we may not get the opportunity to do the things we want. And we've been given the gift of, of, of a, a space and time to be able to, to enjoy life again. And I would encourage people to do that. Enjoy your life. You know, don't put up for tomorrow. I had a, a cousin, I just found out today that found out he had cancer three days ago and he passed away today. Wow. He had three days, that was it, you know? And so, you know, I'm not trying to be morbid about it. It's just that we don't have tomorrow. So, you know, plan your life and enjoy and come out and see Machu Picchu and come out and, and support Brave Hearts and, and, and see something and enjoy the, the Andes and the energy of the Andes. I mean, I, I, I always tell people, I don't do anything special here. I just allow you, I just have a space that you can come here and enjoy what already exists. The Incas and the people before the Incas were the ones that built this beautiful energy here, that they created the energy that exists today. I mean, I'm looking at the ruins out my window right now, you know, and it's, and, and so think about that. Think about, you know, cause I, I think in our hurry here, hurry their world, we can get back into the old rut of I'll do that tomorrow mm-hmm. or I'll do that next year. Yeah, we may not have that. Yeah. You know, that's, that's something that, uh, the, the question has come up, uh, uh, Frequently, it seems, in some of the social groups that I've been in, what have we learned from the, um, mm-hmm. from the pandemic? And my, my thinking on it is, uh, number one, as we're able to get out and get together with people and do things again, we are not going to take for granted mm-hmm. the ability to do that. Because uh, yeah, I, I took for granted that I could. And mm-hmm. taking for granted is the opposite of appreciation. And so mm-hmm. now we now we appreciate that because, wow, it really seems. Sherry and I went to a neighborhood event a, a few weeks ago, and it, it was a group of people. They, they were gathered together, having fun together. They weren't wearing masks. And it was just absolutely um, normal. <laughs> Did you have some chip in there, uh, 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 Daniel? Yeah, talking about appreciation. I'm just curious about uh, the kind of food and things you you know you have there. I remember years ago I used to have this gal that was working for me uh, that was from Peru, and she would tell me you know different stories and how much she missed the fruit. She said, I don't even know what to call it in English, but they just don't have it here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, the food here is. Very, very, very organic. I, I laugh because, yeah. I mean, you, you know, you, people always ask when they come here, is the food organic? Only in the U.S. do they put organic at Whole Foods. We don't yeah. put organic on things here. You know, and the food is amazing because 
there's 3,700 different kinds of potatoes. And most of the communities have about 1,500 yeah. different kinds. So they cook them differently. Some of them are freeze dried naturally, which means they last up to 40 years. They, their food. Uh, I have a chef here now that actually cooks for me every day. Uh, and I'm going to have to stop that. I'm going to get fat. But I mean, she's, I mean, cooking these wonderful meals. Um, the kitchen is alive. We have a, a pizza oven now, so people make their own pizzas. But they, the food here is rich. Uh, some in Lima, the over they have a, the food in Lima is amazing. But in in Peru, we have the number one chef in the world in Peru because he mixed uh, Peruvian with Asian fusion. Wow. You know, and so they wow. do that here in the yeah. valley as well. They mix it with um, uh, rice and all kinds of stuff. And it, the meals are amazing. I mean, it's one of the things that I've enjoyed with the guests that have been here this year is that it's been the first groups that actually have enjoyed my chef and the, the way she cooks. And, you know, her mom taught her that. Her mom's mom taught her that. And it, it really is an amazing uh, cuisine. Uh, and it, I don't know what you call it. I mean, I don't know. It, like she said, I mean, what do you call it? Good food, I guess. <laughs> Good food. Good home, you know, and, and, and we have call gluten, it home cooking. gluten-free. It's called what? They call it home cooking. Home cooking. You what know it is. That's what it is. It's Peruvian home cooking. And, and uh, recently I learned um, another uh, way of cooking. It's called a panchamanca. And a panchamanca is kind of like the way that they cook on a Hawaiian pig underground. You know, but they they put all these cook the big hole and they put all these rocks in there and then they heat it for I don't know how long. And then they take the rocks out. I don't know how they do that because I would be burning my hands and because they do it with their hands. And then they throw in beef or they throw in uh, sheep and then they throw in vegetables and more rocks and then more food and then more rocks. An amazing and amazing meal. You know, so just it's just a, a mirage of things. They have a thing called the Watia. And Watia, um, they, I don't know how they do this. They, they build these little ovens in the middle of the fields. And they take the potato right from the ground into that oven. And they put uh, abas, abas, green beans, green beans and stuff in there. And it cooks in 10 minutes. And then they just sit there and they peel. And, and you know, when I first got here, Thinking about anything with dirt on it, I was like, uh-uh, I'm not doing that. I'm not, I'm not eating that. I ain't touching that. That's not healthy. <laughs> now my hands are all muddy and I'm just, ah, I love it. You know, so it really is a beautiful, <laughs> it really is a beautiful thing to eat their food. So Sherry, there's a lot uh, during the time that that, you, that uh, Bravehearts will be here. They'll get a chance to eat some some good. And anything that you, that you want to, we had two, two cooking classes and a Pisco classes last group. So they learned how to make Pisco sours. And the one night they, they helped cook what's called ricotto, which is kind of like our stuffed bell pepper, you know? So we went out and bought all this, the seasoning and stuff and they were in the kitchen helping. I think they mostly got in the way, but at least it's, they felt like they were helping. And then, and, then we had, and then we had one day where everybody made their own pizzas. And, and so wow. it's a lot of fun, even because our kitchen is big enough for, you know, 10, 15 people to be in there. Neat. Yeah, it sounds like good. So I know one been bragging up to people about um, about this. So, uh, and I'll, I'll get into the whole story of the red tiled roof before we uh, before we close. But um, I I have this idea that uh, as divided and divisive as things can be in our world, we like to eat each other's food, 
And, uh, <laughs> and so we have a cooking show planned. And I, I've been telling people, I'm, I'm going to get to cook in Daniel's kitchen. So um, we're going to come back uh, after on the other side of this break. Uh, stick with us. We will be back on the other side of 60 Seconds. Thanks for being here. Oh, that sounds amazing, Daniel. Mm. Yeah, I love my kitchen. Yeah. It's I love funny because they, they, they sent me out <laughs> to get to I said, we need a toaster that has four four uh, places for food, right? Yeah. And I, I said, okay, I'm going to go try to find one. And I came back yesterday and they said, why do you have two toasters? I said, super gloom. Then you'll have four. <laughs> <laughs> They're looking at me like, oh, this guy's crazy. I said, I couldn't find one, so I bought two. That's <laughs> yeah. logical, I think. Hey, super gloom is the same yeah. thing. Just plug yeah. Them in. <laughs> uh, yeah, we keep improving the kitchen. Well, now that we have someone that can tell me what we really need, you know. But uh, the other day it was funny because I, they, I was in the kitchen cooking. And they're like, what are you doing? Like, they, they don't like me in their kitchen. What are you doing? I said, I can't eat your food anymore. I need some hash browns and I need some bacon. I need some. So I was making my own meal. And then they started tasting it. They're like, wow, why don't you make more? I said, no, no, no. That's mine. That's mine. You eat your food. <laughs> hey, uh, I'm going to start us back for the final segment here. Um, and uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come back. Brave Hearts Radio is sponsored by Brave Hearts for Kids, a national pediatric cancer charity. Our mission is to provide life-saving hope and inspiration to families facing a pediatric cancer ordeal through outreach, information, and mentoring. Our recently updated Spotlight Hope mobile app puts families in touch with resources to help make their lives better from any location in the USA. For more information or to help, go to braveheartsforkids.org. That's braveheartsforkids.org. As the mission specialist, Brian Reinbold doesn't fly the rockets, but he does help to make sure each mission gets accomplished. Employee engagement is such an important concern for business people today. Brian helps socially conscious businesses reduce expenses, increase profits, and inspire a sense of dedication in the workforce by training mission-building behavior. It's not what Brian does that's most important. It's what people do after he trains them. For more information, contact Brian Reinbold at Mission Specialist at BraveHeartsRadio.org. You're part of Brave Hearts Radio. Call into the program today to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also email Brian. His email is missionspecialist at braveheartsradio.org. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back, Bravehearts. You're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the Mission Specialist. Uh, you know why by now. In the last segment, we were talking about food, and uh, man, I'm I'm really looking forward to this now. Daniel, you mentioned during our during our break that um, uh, that you you had uh, put together some uh, American style. I did some hash browns with some bacon in it, and uh, some home cooking. That home cooking, <laughs> I'm thinking bacon. It, it always seems like one of those ingredients that they shouldn't allow in contests. You know, it's like. 
Uh, it's a right. macaroni and cheese contest. Well, what are you going to do? Put bacon in it. It's like, that's not macaroni and cheese anymore. It's macaroni and bacon. It's a different animal, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, and the funny thing here is they don't eat bacon here. It's yeah. just not something that it's a big deal for them. No. Okay. They don't, they'll eat the whole pig, but they're not, they're not, really, they're not really excited about bacon. I'm going to ask you about that. Do you, now, do you eat uh, like guinea pigs, like you have a Cornish game hen when you serve that's, the whole thing? That, that's, that's called kui. Okay. It's not a guinea, it is a guinea pig, but we call them kui. kui. Yeah, they, they, eat, they eat kui. I don't eat yeah. kui. You haven't? Uh, but I, oh, I have eaten it because when you go up in the communities, and they call it a carinito. Yeah. A carinito. And what that is, is, is it's a little love. And, and when they give you a little love, you have to eat a little love. You can't just say, I don't like that. And That's so right. I've had That's to eat and sit there and just, just you know, and the little teeth like this, and, you know, and the little arms and legs. I said, ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it reminds me of that uh, scene from an Indiana Jones movie. No, it's, it's, uh, no, thank you. I had bugs for lunch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there, well, there. Uh, uh, amazingly, every group wants to try it. So yeah, we actually yeah. do. We do cook it here the last day. So you know, so oh, they yeah. leave here if they get sick with August now. <laughs> but they love well, it. They, it, they really, it was, a lot of people really enjoy it. Health has got to be a, a something of a concern for people, and and I know with COVID, uh, you, you've traveled back and forth the United States, yeah. now, Daniel, and that's uh, yeah. and that and that goes well, right? Yes. No. I, well, I did that for a couple of reasons: one, to get my vaccinations, and two, mm -hmm. to see how the system worked. You yeah. know what was going on? Is it going to be difficult? I've had over thirty people here now since we started back up again. Thirty, forty people, and no problems at all. As a matter of fact, they're relaxing more and more and more and more. Uh, all the things that you need to do to come back and forth. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if it takes a little bit more time to fill out some paperwork, oh, well, it's it, they're trying to protect you. And so uh, I have all those forms. I send them out. Uh, I tell you before you leave. I also have a lab that I work with here to get your COVID test. You don't have to go to the clinic. We take you to one of my, a restaurant that, um, that uh, I enjoy, and I have the lab come to us. And we take care to get all that done. You have your results before you leave. And it's a really seamless pro process. You know, one of the things that I always tell my staff is that the experience of the person that comes here is the most important. Yeah. And, and whatever that may be, from COVID tests to food to being comfortable in, um, uh, in altitude, we do what we, do, we need to do to keep people happy. Mm -hmm. And I know that this has been a tough time for people to travel, um, but know that I myself would never ask people to come if I feel they were putting themselves in danger. I would rather wait, you know, and I feel like we've gotten to a place where, you know, Catalina has, has been certified uh, for COVID in terms of the protocols that we have to follow, and we follow them. We're also on a secured site. This is a private property. Um, when you're here, Bravehearts has the entire property themselves. There's no one else here, just my staff. You know, and it's gated. It's got cameras. I mean, it, it really is a place where um, you should feel safe. Yeah, and there's the, you know, the it's a it's a terrific campus. Uh, you know, one of the things that that really stood out to me uh, when when I first uh, got introduced <clears throat> to um, Lena at the, uh, the the first virtual retreat was the red tile roof of all the buildings, and uh, about a Years ago, uh, Sherry remembers this. Uh, I wrote a story uh, about a perfect day. You know, a perfect day, some 
and done in such detail that it had the, the sights and the sounds and the smells and the tastes and who I was with and what we were talking about and all, all the things that are involved in a memory. And I thought, if you can create a memory of something, even if it hasn't happened yet, you can understand how it came to be. And um, one of the features of that story was that this, this group of thought leaders from around the world were gathered together at a place and all, and the building had a roof. And uh, Sherry will, will um, that was such an important part of the story that the story, and, and we'd be driving around, we'd be on vacation, go, hey, it's for sale. You know, I wonder if we could have a retreat there. It, it, it's a, kind of an inside family joke. Uh, the, 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 the very serious side of it is that when I saw that, I thought, oh, my God, this is it. Uh, it's it's, uh, it's uh, the, the law of attraction has, has brought me to this place. And, uh, and, the, and the red tiled roof is, uh, so that's our, our, our dream is thought leaders from around the world gathered together to have a philosophical discussion. The, the, uh, the conversation I had with Anne. Uh, mm -hmm. earlier, well, I guess it was last year probably now. Um, mm -hmm. You really don't want to teach, do you? I thought, what do you mean? She said, have philosophical discussions with people. And I nailed that. And um, <laughs> so uh, Anne will be talking about, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll have a you know, part of the program uh, dealing with uh, creativity and, and leadership. And uh, Daniel, you're, you're the mindfulness uh, 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 the master of mindfulness and radical <clears throat> mindfulness, and uh, and uh, you know I'll share that story about uh, vision and making your vision a reality. That's part of the experience of, of Catalina as we foresee it. So. And did you have a uh, um, comment? Final comments? Uh, well, just I know I'm personally looking forward to both the virtual retreat as well as the in-person. And it's so wonderful that it seems to attract really profound human beings, uh, very caring, compassionate, interesting people. And, um, and we, I like to say that we listen to each other into being. So it's an opportunity to learn from each other and hear each other's wisdom, as well as to access what we have in ourselves that may not even have been expressed. So I look forward to that. That sounds wonderful. Sherry, did you have some final thoughts? Oh, thank you for asking. I'm just super excited to mm -hmm. have this opportunity to go and to be with people like-minded, you know, to me, you know, to be able to, to have a time where we can be in a space of enjoy at the same time, you know, where, mm. where also enjoy history and learn other people and their cultures. It's awesome. Yeah. Fantastic. Minutes, uh, final thoughts? Like I said before, just come. We look forward to hosting you. We look forward to making sure this experience is, is the best of this year for you. And um, yeah, don't, don't put off for tomorrow what you can do today. We'll see you in December.
Well, August or December. Yeah. Or both. Yeah. Or both. Brian likes to do it all. Brian likes to do it all. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Been, been, been to six virtual retreats. Wouldn't miss the seventh. August 20th through the 22nd. And, you know, it's it's a um, uh, central time. It's uh, 5 to 7 p.m. on Friday, the 20th. And then uh, Saturday and Sunday mornings, it's um, uh, 10, till, uh, 10 till 1, I believe that's... Uh, Mm-hmm. how we've been doing that um the people that virtual retreat are absolutely amazing leaders from around the world that's that's the tape of the covid coin in my view mm-hmm. uh, everybody knows that covid on the face of it is um misery in many ways for so many people but the the tail side of that covid coin which would cannot be detached from the head side is the relationships that we've built over the last year with people from around the world and uh, you know starting starting with you and I would not have mm-hmm. met you without mm-hmm. the, uh, uh, the 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 zoom calls that we've been mm-hmm. on and through you met uh, Daniel and um, you know I'd, refer to Daniel as one of my best friends and I've never even met him in person, you know, so looking, looking forward to that. None of us have met in person. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be, it's going to be a great trip. Um, the, the live version, December 12th through the 18th, that's a uh, Sunday through Saturday. Uh, it's the week before Christmas and, um, uh, I think some of the recommendations are to uh, get in a little early, maybe take a little of uh, Lima and especially Cusco, and um, uh, maybe uh, uh, spend some time there on, on the way back, too. So. And I would suggest taking an extra suitcase for everyone. <laughs> yes, please. Well, I've given away all the ones I have. <laughs> bring, bring, an extra, bring an extra suitcase for the... Vicunas and the uh, Vicunas, yeah, yeah. and Simone's flutes and uh, and the the beautiful jewelry and the uh, the terrific alpaca and forward to cooking in your kitchen. Um, Oh yeah, thanks for being here this week. week. Um, Thanks to the Bravehearts for tuning in with us this week, and as always, um, plan to join us live. Mondays at 3 Central, or anytime it works for you uh, by podcast. Braveheartsradio.org has all the podcasts going back to the very beginning. Uh, be with us next week, and um, remember that doing good anywhere does good everywhere. And we'll see you next week. Until then, be well and stay well. Thanks again for joining us this week for Brave Hearts Radio. Be sure to tune in for another edition featuring your host, Brian Reinbold. The show can be heard every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll talk again next time.